Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers, The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 3, Long, Long Time. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Are we hosting formal garden parties now? <laughs> well, yeah, that's why we got to spruce things up, Mr. Sal. And we're here covering The Last of Us. We're into the third episode, recovering it. Week by week, episode by episode, I'm doing rather well, but Mr. Sal, how are you doing? No, I'm not so good. <laughs> no, you're not doing all too well. No, this Corsep's is the best. Got your throat. This is the, yeah. <laughs> this is the best my voice has sounded in three days, so I apologize, folks, but we wanted to get this out before season, before episode four. He's working on this for you guys. Remember that. The sacrifice done by Mr. Sal. Yes, please. Man, Mr. Sal. A good man. So five star ratings and reviews, shares. Thank <laughs> Please and thank you. But before we go any further, let's check out what we gave it in our ratings. Ratings. Okay, Mr. Sal. I normally I guess your ratings and you guess mine. Hmm. So let me see if I can figure out what you gave it and why. This so you you love the actors number one that play Bill and Frank. That's not a secret going into it. You're excited about it. I don't think you were let down by it. Uh, there was your prediction of it starting. You know, in the the deep past was wrong, but we did get there anyway. But it was a story of Bill and Frank and how they came together, and you know, it's a it's a romantic story, and I think it's one that you really enjoyed. Not as much action. I mean, there's some shooting, but it's not even about the infected. In fact. Maybe you just see the one that's in the rubble, and that's it for the episode. Also, as you predicted, so I think you all and all loved this episode. I, I I'm debating whether you gave it a nine or a ten, but I think you're a sucker for romantic stuff like this. I think you gave it a ten. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, before I guess your rating, mm-hmm. I was about seven minutes off on my prediction for starting way in the past i was that was pretty close i'm 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 <laughs> proud of that even if you don't give me credit for it uh let's see i uh, i think so I, i'm i know this is a huge deviation from the video the video game i know mm-hmm. that yeah. i know that this has been widely accepted as as uh, uh widely loved by the audience who's viewed it, but there is a very vocal minority who hates it because it's a, well, probably they hate it because they don't like seeing uh, homosexuality displayed on <laughs> in entertainment. So mm-hmm. That's probably why they hate it. Um, I don't think you hate it for that reason, but it is a big deviation from the game. I know in the game, uh, Frank just leaves a note saying how much he hates Bill and Oh, see, so you already know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that he's happy to be dead because it's not. It's one uh-huh. less day he's got to be with Bill. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. It's so, a different ending in the game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, that's a huge, huge departure from the game. Um, but I think you, I, I think you still really liked it. I mean, it is a standalone story. It's a you know kind of a side plot. I assume we're pretty much done with Frank and Bill now. So uh, I don't, the, the beginning and the end, I guess, push plot forward a bit. Um, but there's not a lot of plot pushing in this episode. So uh, I, I still I still think you liked it a lot. I, no, I, I, I think you still gave it a 10. I think you gave it a 10 out of 10. 
Michelle, you'd be right. This is the best one yet, in my opinion. <laughs> I love this one. I do have one question for you. <laughs> like, can I give it an 11 out of 10? <laughs> I, knew, <yeah. laughs> I knew you'd love this episode. This is this is an amazing episode. Holy it, cow. What a what a heavy <clears throat> subject matter, right? And kudos to them for displaying, mm-hmm. you know, homosexuality like that. I've never seen it like this in like any form of mainstream media. They did a very good job. Heavy subject mm-hmm. matter with euthanasia. Uh mm. I don't normally get very I don't normally get teary-eyed for a lot of like moments, but I got teary-eyed for this. This was very emotional. Well, this, that's why I, I can't talk now. I was crying, <laughs> I was sobbing. It was very emotional. <laughs> this was very good. It, it is a lot. It, it is way different. And I think it, it's different, but it's still amazing. I'll yeah, I'll very quickly recap what happens in the games, but you basically said it. When you get when you get there as games, Bill's alive. You know, go you go around, you kill some infected around the area, and eventually it's Ellie and Joel. You go and you find Frank dead. He hung himself or hanged himself. Um, he was trying to escape Bill, and he left a suicide note. And it basically talks about he got sick of living with Bill, was trying to escape to the Boston quarantine zone, and he hates Bill's guts. <laughs> and then you show it to Bill, and he he seems upset by the fact, but he tries to hide it from you, and then gets you the truck. The game kind of just says he owes Joel a favor. They never elaborate why, even after, you know, the game's being done and everything. Craig always left that as like a, oh, we don't know why he owes Joel a favor, but he paid off the favor by giving him the truck and let him on his way. So when you leave... Do you mean Neil? Neil, sorry. Yeah, not Craig. Yeah, yeah, Neil Duncan. Yeah, Neil. So this episode ends the same way for Ellie and Joel as it did um, in the game. So they they still kind of meet the same point, but it's different in the game. Bill was alive. Frank was always dead, um, and you kind of learn about their past a bit through each other. I always thought Bill was very underserved because this is about the only part where you see him in the game is here, and like he just seems really interesting because he's got this. I think in the game he doesn't have all of Lincoln, but he has a good portion of it, and he has these traps, and he's just a pretty interesting seeming guy. Like how he got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they kind of they don't, they don't go into it that as much here. They go into it a lot more. Um, and how we met Frank. I think in the game they were together before, like the apocalypse even happened, or very quickly afterward, like with the okay. But yeah, so and, and obviously the ending's a lot more different. This is a lot more, I guess, happier ending for them compared to the game where Frank's much more bitter. And because of the game, how their relationship ended, this whole time I was skeptical about Frank, and I was always wondering, like, man, is he is he gonna like run off from Bill, or like is this gonna be yeah. like is this gonna end in? heartbreak like it does in the like it does in the game and it yeah. doesn't it, it it's a happier ending for them but the whole time i was i was ready i was ready for like this double cross it never happened but it was still good it was still good nonetheless well, i think the anticipation of that double cross is part of what made this so good i mean really because i had it too and i didn't know anything about mm-hmm. the game oh yeah just the way frank is when he first meets bill and like even even when when he you know first gets him to agree to let him stay a few more nights, right? It's like mm-hmm. ah, was Frank just doing this because this beats being out there, right? And you can still think that to the bitter end. You you could. Yeah, I mean you can because I don't think we ever hear Frank say "I love you." Bill, oh, I mean wow. he, Frank does ask Bill, "Do you love me?" And Bill says, "Yes." But that's as close as we ever get to an expression of love verbally from frank you're right yeah so yeah but so you 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 could i mean i i I tend not to believe it but i was feeling it throughout Mm -hmm. you know even right when when he like 
closed and covered his eyes and took him to the strawberry patch. It's like, oh my god, is he, did he like dig a pit for him or something? You know, so I, <laughs> He's taking him to the pit. <laughs> yeah. So like, I really, I, I was always there was always a, a part of me that was mistrusting of Frank, but then I, I, I didn't want to believe it because this, this is an absolutely beautiful, gorgeous love story. Is unbelievable. It's really good. I mean, I I put an analogy for this episode was it felt it was also because I was eating cheesecake this day. <laughs> but I, was like, I was like, this episode feels like cheesecake because <laughs> I don't know about you, especially when I was younger, right? I, you you enjoy cheesecake, don't you? I do. I, I love cheesecake. I think a lot of people like cheesecake, but especially when I was younger, I was like this. My eyes are always bigger than my stomach when it comes to cheesecake. I always think I can eat way more than I really can because it's heavy stuff, cheesecake. It is. And that's what this episode was. It was just very heavy and I, it, was, it was good it was oh yeah and it i was... stuffed myself full of it so <laughs> it, good. it does make me really sad though because i mean i this the, these characters are gone and and i it's, this 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 series so far has ripped away my favorite characters in every episode so good. it's like sarah's <laughs> gone in episode one tess is gone in episode two bill and frank are gone in episode three <laughs> So like, uh, every episode is this going to happen now? Which honestly, <laughs> that would be fine if that's if that's the trend that they're going to introduce. You fall in love and then yeah, if they're going to introduce a new character every episode and then rip them away at the end of it, I'd be fine with that. I know next episode features um, an actor that I know from Togetherness, which was an HBO series, and she's wonderful. So I'm excited to see her. I don't know what character she plays, but. <laughs> Maybe you do. Well, see, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm liking the way they're telling the story so far because you know, like it's a video game ab- adaptation. They seem to be sticking with the plot of the video game. They're changing it. I, you know, as they go along, here was the, probably the biggest deviation so far. Fine deviation, and now they're on road. So if you didn't like this episode, fine. It doesn't. It it looks like it won't impact what's coming up as much because it looks like they're following back to what the game did. But you know, who knows? We'll see. But gotcha. The uh, the actress, by the way, that I'm talking about uh, plays Kathleen. I don't know if you know Kathleen, but her name is uh, Melanie Linsky. But she was playing Kathleen in this. Uh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't actually know if she's in the. I, I, I see what she's trying to. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to give anything away. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was, I was, I, I, I I watched this episode and I, you know, I pushed pause early on and I see that it's over an hour long and I'm like, Oh God, another one that's over an hour. <laughs> and by the end of this episode, I was like, why is it done already? There should be more. Like it's, this was, I, I could have spent a whole series with just these two guys. Oh, I mean the actors did a magnificent job. Oh yeah. <laughs> with this Nick Offerman and Murray what Bartlett. 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 Yeah. Oh, they did fantastic <laughs> for these characters. So, yeah, no, these... They were it perfect. Said they're gone. Yeah, it was really good. It was perfect. And I wonder how I want to think back to this episode, because this is this is a good one. And I love the, the you know the, the song that they bring up. Oh, God. Over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah, the song the, before I know uh, the I've, I had heard it, but I, I would never have... Like... I knew the title of this was long, long time, and I would never have 
connected to that song mm-hmm. because yeah. I just don't, I'm not that familiar with the song, but I've definitely heard it before. Linda Ronstadt was very popular in the eighties. I've never heard of the song. I've never heard of her, but oh. now I have. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Was it explicitly stated in the video game that they were romantically connected so that, or it's actually I don't think it's ever explicitly stated in the video game, but it's heavily implied. Okay. <laughs> it's like yeah, they were romantically. Like I, I don't know if it's ever outright said because Bill kind mm-hmm. of avoids talking about Frank, but there's like notes and journals and there's it yeah it's like I yeah I thought they were romantically together and I think that, like that's the takeaway that they were romantically okay. together so all but, okay yeah it, it, I mean really everything like I thought Bill was really cool you know this survivalist character not not a not a proper <laughs> survivalist um <laughs> like just seeing his glee after everyone was evacuated and he was legitimately on his own. Yeah. Prepping. Was like, like, but he comes out of the house with this giant grin on his face. Like <laughs> it's all mine now. <laughs> they left the loop. <laughs> no, and, and in the game, we never, like, I never see that. He's never really yeah. like, I'm trying, maybe they like make a comment or something about it, but he's never really, they don't talk about how he was a prepper beforehand, but it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it, like we don't we don't see his origin or how he became. We kind of see what he has, which is Lincoln, for the most yep. part. So this was yeah, this was really cool. To see his origin, seeing a doomsday prepper, as we'd call him today, kind of mm-hmm. when it goes just their way, <laughs> they're not, right, and they, you know, successfully take over yeah. their little stretch of land, and there you go. Yeah. And he he makes for the most like relative to everywhere else, kind of a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> seriously i mean you know, he, he has power he's got hot showers nice food yep. wine clothing yeah <laughs> i mean uh, you know the the wine is finite but you know it's it's, it's pretty amazing it's mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting because you, know, you, you see this like i said the glee that he shows but then it, he shifts so much because that person who was so gleeful to to be by himself when he sees frank there's this shift and, and he he trusts this guy that he pulled out of this pit he never would have trusted this guy when he first started do you know what i mean like it, yeah yeah there, there, you think there's a like the fact he was alone for so long yeah so the loneliness they, finally got to him it seems yeah. you know and then i mean you don't think i would but Right, right. Yeah. Talk about talk about character growth. Like you, you can see it played out over you know, basically a lifetime. I mean it's not it's not his whole life, obviously it's not even half of his life probably, but it's there's such a change in his life and you see that beginning of this new life to the end of the life. And, and I it was so effectively done. I just like I can't I don't know what I don't know where you go from here as the series because, like, I we I got forgot. The car now, Mr. Sal, we got the car. Yeah, we're heading west. What do you mean? I know, I know, but <laughs> like, I forgot about Cordyceps for most of this episode because it's not what it was about. It's great. I loved it. So that's, uh, I think that's what's great about The Last of Us. Isn't like, I to, it's not as much about the infected. I mean, they do play a role in it, obviously. They're the driving force behind everything, but it's it's about 
what's become of it. And that's why I like that they skipped 20 years in the future. You know, same in the game, too. It's, just, it's not about the collapse like a lot of the stuff comes to be about. It's about just how people interact with each other far afterward and what's happened because of it. So, uh-huh. uh, so yeah, I mean, if you, if you, and I, I know you like that type of stuff, like in the leftovers and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you'll, you'll continue to enjoy the series. We'll see. I, there's, there's still definitely more things for them to hit on. I'm, I'm, I love the way they did this. It makes me more excited for some of the other stuff. I would have, I was, I was excited. So when I had seen they casted someone for Frank, this was the character that I had, um, yeah, I just I was just playing the game, got to the part where you see Frank, you know, has hung himself, and you know, you showed to Bill, and I, you know, I was done for the day, and I looked, I was looking at the trailer, maybe I was looking at the IMDb, I forgot why I was looking at it, but I saw they had someone casted for Frank. I was like, they had someone casted for Frank? <laughs> oh my goodness, what are they gonna do? And this, this person, like, you know, he did nothing for the the game. He's just he's literally just dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really curious, and that got me really excited for a. Um, well, then he, he saw who it was. was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Marie Bennett. I was. Yeah. And, and I'm a fan of Armand and White Lotus. You know that. I know you're a fan of him as mm-hmm. well. And yeah, a stand-up job. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with it. It makes me more excited for some of the other stuff that happens and what they'll do for that. Since I, I'm very excited. So I, uh, if they if they have more of this in their pockets, wow, I'm 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 in for sure, man. Episode threes. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's all threes. Threes. <laughs> threes are where threes are where the punches. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, though, you're right. I'm looking at IMDb now. Only eight stars. Well, it got nine point two, nine point three. I get it if a lot of people wow. like the action part of it, but really eight. Well, I guess it is a big far cry, and if people are into it for the action stuff, <laughs> let me tell you, there's there's a lot of venom being spewed about this. Like I, I read the, um, I read some reviews, and the reviews are great. That's not the issue. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Eight out of ten. Seventy-nine thousand votes. Yeah, more than the other two. Like significantly more, right? Yeah, yeah. So people are probably upset. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the thing that bothers me. This is like this is the flooding of this the same thing happened to um The Last Jedi. You know, people went and flooded the the Rotten Tomato user ratings with negative reviews, and a lot of it was because you know they didn't they didn't like the prominent roles that women were getting in the Star Wars franchise, and I I think there's a lot of that here. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people are are upset about the deviation from the game. I well, I I can get that, or if some people are very plot driven, they're like, listen, what happened this episode? This guy they're going to Bills. And then the end was just get in the car. Like, come on. We want I mean, that's to do... kind of a big deal. They got a truck out of it, right? Yeah, they got a truck, but it wasn't as much Joel and Ellie. Like, I could see if they, if that annoyed them. That being said, though, I mean, I said characters are so good. Like, yeah, like, I mean, because I, I could see, I could see the argument of we didn't, we, we never saw, especially even if you didn't see the games or anything, right? We didn't see, the, we haven't met these characters. We meet them, they die, and our characters don't even really get to meet them, right? Joel doesn't right. meet them at all in the present time. And yep. then, that's a. It's like, well, geez, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I I guess I could see that complaint, but if you weren't that into the story, look, the romantic story, I'm sure other people are upset just because of the you know the fact of how the romantic story went and stuff. Oh, they de- they definitely are. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think it's amazing. So and I think it's a shame, people, <laughs> that this is not the highest rated one. So. It, oh, 
I mean, this is so much better than either of the previous two episodes. But like, there's there's not. I mean, there is there is death in this episode. Like, Bill's flamethrowers are amazing. Like that, <laughs> his his trip wires and his traps. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, I I don't know. I I I think there's there's enough of that, and there's there's enough of Joel and Ellie in beginning and end. Like, I I can't imagine why people are giving this less than like an eight. Like so, so deduct deduct a couple points because it deviated from script. Fine, whatever. Or deduct a couple points because it's not action heavy and Joel's not killing things. Fine, but do you really think it was that bad? That because I'm sure there are plenty of people. Yeah, it's who, eight. Though, like yeah, people are sandbag like five. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are giving it tens. Because I mean, yeah. like I. You're familiar with IGN, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so IGN, I I, I like their reviews, uh, their TV reviews. So I usually go there first um, and see what they're saying. And, and this was the highest rated episode that they gave. Uh, and then I read the comments and it was like, <sighs> scathing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, I know people are loving this episode, but I know people are hating it too. It's... That's that's sad to me, but you know what's interesting is that they—I uh, don't know if you knew this or not—HBO uh, renewed this for season two. Really? Yeah, no, I did not know this. Yeah. Hmm. So season that's season very two. Exciting. Yeah. So season two is happening. They announced it before this episode aired. So, <laughs> I I wonder if they're going to regret that because I wonder how many people this is going to turn off. I don't know. I think people like I turned off by this. People gonna watch on because if you didn't like this, you you. I feel like you end this episode going with, oh, thank God it's over. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, because what happened in the last episode, you know, won't really carry on. You right. Get my point, but I, but yeah, some people probably watch this and go, well, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> right. Well, I wonder. Like, yeah. I, I I hope I hope that's not the case. But I mean, HBO really like they. <laughs> They went all in on it. They announced that after two episodes, they announced season two. Yeah, so. I'm very, I'm very interested because that's gotta deviate more unless they make it a prequel. Because there is a Last of Us, there's a second Last of Us game, but it's a prequel. Wait, no, never mind. I'm, I'm lying. It's not a prequel. It's, a it's like 20 years in the future, right? It's, it's in the future. from this. Yeah. From a time jump. I don't know that one as well because I never even played it. So yeah. I'm gonna speak on it. I know some of the big events for it, but we'll see. We'll see if that covers that one or what what what, what it does, but. Yeah, because this, I mean, I assume this this one's already in the books. Yeah. Like they've already made what they're going to make. So wherever they ended with this one, I mean, that's where, where it end ends. It. I'm assuming that this will end where the first game ends. And they're on track for that. I've been kind of looking and seeing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I figured in this episode we would, by the end of it, they'd be in the car. <laughs> and they are in the okay. car. So, so they're, yeah. So I, I, I think it will conclude with the, the first game. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely but yeah like I said, this, this this was a very i'm so happy i, I mean last episode i said i was going to be excited for this one i'm looking forward to it. i thought they were going to deviate away but mm-hmm. it'll be all right and they did deviate away heavily but it was so yeah funny. yeah <laughs> so. but this this episode had a very leftovers type vibe like or, or watchmen for that matter where you get like a, you're very heavily focused on one or two characters for pretty much the whole episode 
this was yeah right. they put, put like stuff on pause and you just focus on these characters really get to know them mm-hmm. yeah definitely no I, I agree with that i i love that i'm always for that so yeah yeah even even events in their tragic deaths uh, it's okay i mean this is yeah. this is an amazing that story from you know the the as soon as they jump back 20 years to the time they go to bed it's such a great standalone story like i don't even need i don't even need to know what's going on i don't even need to know what cordyceps <laughs> are right this this could have been episode one and i would have probably loved it i mean I'm, I'm glad it wasn't it doesn't make sense for it to be episode one but this could be you know they, they do all of season one and then like halfway between season one and season two they just release this and, and it would have been perfect they could have this could be a, just a movie like it doesn't even need to be about the last of us it's it's you're right no it literally could be it's just a doomsday prepper yeah no it's, yeah it, you you're you're right it could it could work very easily as just a standalone thing it, mm-hmm. it's great i enjoyed it um uh, it's a shame other people didn't but yeah i mean i, I think, enjoyed it at least i think um i think a majority did, of people did like i think it, so too. But... i think most people did like it so that's certainly that's... most critics like the critics are yeah. gushing again so <laughs> they keep gushing they can't they can't stop gushing last it's got it <laughs> seriously well then mr yeah. sal uh i guess that do you do you want to get into our favorite scenes i think i think we should yes all right okay in the case of the favorite scene then i have to guess what i think you felt was your favorite scene for the episode and i think you said when they were reading Bill's suicide note, or at least note to whomever may get this, but probably Joel. Also, I should note this: the comedy in this episode was also pretty good too. Like you know, the, the is. Nazis, the this thing. <laughs> yeah, um, not today, you jackboot. The Arby's Nazi. thing. <laughs> so it's not an Arby's. Yeah, I love it. Arby's. Uh, it was. Anyway. It's perfect. It's perfect episode. It's it was zero criticism. Zero. Yeah. No, I, I, I just. Yeah, just just the you know, you seen Bill lonely three years in, then four years in, they're kind of lonely together. And Frank wants friends, and like, get, oh, whatever. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, that aside, favorite scene. That's you. That's your favorite scene. My guess to you. Okay. I'm reading I, I guess that yours. I think you loved the the first piano scene when when Frank is playing a long long time, and uh, Bill says, you know, no, not that so long, and he sits down to play, and I think. Part of I think I think you love it for two reasons. First of all, because it's a, it's a beautiful start to this romantic relationship. But second of all, because there's always the subtext of is Frank gonna like stab this guy in the throat right now? Yeah, I, I did think that during the scene of it's a great chance for Frank to try and strangle him. Yes. Yeah. So right. anyway, so yeah, so that's what I'm going with here for you. All right. Well, no, you got me incorrect. Uh, my I said mine was. Uh, What's it? Bill and Frank's final scene together, having that oh. dinner after getting married and stuff. Bit perhaps chalk, but I that was my favorite scene. Well, that's the right call because that's my favorite scene as well. Yeah, did. <laughs> <laughs> did the same scene. <laughs> guess the other ones. I thought about guessing that one. I'm like, no, if I guess that one, he'll guess that for me. I think. Hmm. <laughs> that's my idea. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it definitely is the right call. The yeah, just that was it's so sad. It's it's bittersweet, very bitter, but still sweet. I, I the way Frank puts it is very well of like, you know, it's foolish. He should be upset that Bill also drank it. 
but mm-hmm. it is incredibly romantic. <laughs> objectively, <laughs> he says, right? Yeah, objectively, <laughs> it's incredibly romantic. Yeah. yeah, and it is. It's super romantic. And honestly, like, so much of my love for the scene, and I'm, like, crying the entire scene, by the way. So as, as, as soon as he brings out the rabbit on the plate, it's, I was like, oh my God, this is like, he's remembering, the Bill's remembering <laughs> the first meal they shared together yeah. and he made this meal for him. And like, I started crying immediately when I saw the rabbit on the plate, but then when he pours, when he, when he pours the wine and it's the Beaujolais, which is what he yeah, and Frank had commented on, you know, the, the man who knows to pair rabbit with Beaujolais, like I, I was just sobbing the whole time. <laughs> you know, and then the, like the line of, the line of the episode, I think, is when Bill says, after, after, to, in order to justify his decision to die with Frank, he tells him, you were my purpose. So, I, I mean. He satisfies, yeah. Like, that, that is so beautiful. You were my purpose. <laughs> and if you're going to be gone, then I don't have a purpose anymore. And, and I just want to be with you. I mean, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. It it's is, so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, so, oh, that was so sad. <laughs> Did you yeah. did you suspect that he poisoned himself too? I so I was thinking, I was like, is he also gonna like when he was poisoning the wine as well? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, is he gonna poison himself as well with it? But I didn't see him do it, so I was like, oh, is he not gonna poison himself? Right. So I I I was I I was wondering if I was suspecting he was going to poison himself, but I didn't know he actually had like because we didn't see him do right. it. But then they you know talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, he did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I originally I thought he just had like sugar in the packet or something and it wasn't going to kill Frank to keep him alive but then once I saw him chug the glass as well I was like oh oh he poisoned himself too when he chugged I thought he was just drink trying to drink away his sorrows (laughs) oh very very sad yeah I mean it's it's so beautiful anyway this scene the, a close second for me was the scene that I guessed for you because I, I really like I have a really hard time deciding between their first scene together and their last scene together. So I guess not their first scene together, their first dinner together and their last dinner. Probably I, I would agree. I, their, their first scene, I think, because um, yeah, with the piano and stuff was very mm-hmm. touching and sweet. And you're right, the Frank subtext um, is amazing throughout the episode, right? It's subtle, mm-hmm. especially as time goes on, it gets more and more subtle. But you can still, you can justify it. You can say it's there. You can mm-hmm. make a point and say, I don't think Frank really loves Bill, like, truly. I think it's mm-hmm. Frank using Bill. Uh, I, I would say, though, my second favorite scene is what I did guess for you, which is the reading the letter at the end. And That's uh, great. That's really great. Bill to Joel and kind of how Bill views the world. Uh, very a matter-of-the-fact stance since I guess he's dead now. He doesn't really care. You know, Joel's Kind of the closest thing to a friend. Yeah, yeah. it's not really a friend, but close. Yeah. And his wisdom passed on to Joel. I I, I did enjoy that immensely. And I mean, how Joel, I, sorry, uh, Craig said at the end, mm-hmm. how Joel um, failed, kind of. It was a reminder of Joel, Joel how he failed with Tess. Yeah. Now he has to protect yeah. us. So. Right. We'll see you. So uh, there is, this, this has been pretty thematic throughout the season. The idea of protecting the people you love, or the, or or protecting the people you can protect, right? Tess mm-hmm. tells Joel, and and Craig Mazin did talk, and Neil Drucker did talk. Druckerman, Drucker, I never get that right. Druckerman, I think. Anyway, they did talk about the idea that they, when they um, 
when they wrote episode two, when they were dealing with that episode, um, the, the subtext for Tess saying save who you can was that Joel is still trying to save Sarah, even though she's gone. Like he, he, he never broke that. It's, it's, it's still part of him. And Tess is telling him you can't save Sarah, but here, and you can't save me, but here's someone you can save. So go save her. You know, and now Bill is telling him, you know, protect. I, I, I met this guy. He was worth protecting. I protected him. Now you protect as well. And he says Tess, which wow. is certainly a reminder of his failure. But, you know, Tess's last wish was for him to protect Ellie. So it's it's really good. And he, he, yeah, he's gentlemanly enough to invite her along for the ride. <laughs> his technical last <laughs> wish to Tess was bring her to Bill and Frank. Which he could have just opened the door and been like, that's, that's true. the pin to the gate. That's the pin down there. Yes. Sarnara, I'm going to go see Tommy. <laughs> yep, that's true. So, because I mean, being left in that's not the worst place to be left in. No <laughs> way. Compound, so, oh, I would never leave. I mean, I'd... you never leave until marauders come for you. But nah, but if Bill's got his flamethrower, so tough. <laughs> the issue, yeah, the issue, <laughs> the issue is you don't know the traps either. <laughs> that's true. But once so. you're in, you're good. Yeah, I don't need to leave. <laughs> so, I do but... wonder though, like. I'll have to look this up because one of the one of the cruxes of Station Eleven is that gasoline goes bad over time. It's not I infinite shelf before. life. So I mean that kind of destroys the premise of a lot of this episode. Well, is there a way you can keep gas going bad? Like um organic based ethanol. Let me know that goes bad too. Eh. That's fine. You forget Regular like, gasoline has a shelf life of three to him, six months. We saw him using the generator in the beginning, but did we see him using it henceforth? Who knows? Um, I don't know. Or gas I mean, I, car. I, I would imagine a guy like this has like wind turbines or solar panels or something. How did he gas up his car? That's the thing. All gas will naturally begin to degrade over time thanks to exposure to oxygen. Look at that. Boom. So just go to the oxygen. No, no oxygen, no problem. I think <laughs> from a very quick Google search. Okay. <laughs> Saying the cop is oxygen. I mean, I'm not trying to poke holes yeah. in this episode. I love it. So yeah, stop. Stop <laughs> yeah. with that. We'll stop it there. Even all right. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, all right then. Michelle, do you want to get to the recap? Yeah, let's do it. So we start off the episode with Joel and Ellie. They've escaped Boston. They're 10 miles out. And it's Ellie's first time in the woods. She notes that Tess's death is not on her. It's on them for making that stupid deal for a stupid car battery. The blood is on her hands, which is fair enough, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> fair take. Fair take. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, look, it's fair. I think it's fair from both perspectives, right? I think, you know, Joel is hurting, right? And, and when you're hurting, you look for someone to blame. It's just you just do, uh, and so I think it's natural for him to blame Ellie. It was transporting it was Ellie that fault. got yep. Tess killed, but Ellie is a hundred percent correct. Not her fault that Tess died. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would side with Ellie on this more than the other, but certainly Joel is quite emotional, I'm sure, and he he didn't even really want to move Ellie, <laughs> right? So I'm sure that's even more resentment for that. So. 
they they walk. Uh, By the way, I, I'm trying to figure out how ten miles outside of Boston looks like this in only twenty years. <laughs> like this is a this is a, a very progressed forest. Oh, you think ten miles from Boston ain't looking like this? I've been ten miles outside of Boston in most directions. I don't think you can find this type of uh, type of developed forest. Well, maybe they have a generous term for Boston, like the, the length of that Boston. could be. Maybe, maybe, maybe. they You're probably right. you know they probably say all the metro area around Boston is also okay. just Boston. Probably not getting into like the suburbs and whatnot of Boston. <laughs> okay. The granularity, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah. So they they head into a convenience store where Joel can pick up a stash. Uh, he's kind of forgot where it is, but you know he's gonna he's, he's gonna he's gonna look for it. Uh. Also, oh, actually, I do want to know this too. When they're walking to the convenience store, we learn about the origin of Joel's scar, which is in, in a gunfight, and the fact that he's looking out for people not really infected. <laughs> he's more afraid of people. I, I, I was I was very happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So because <laughs> there's a lot of infected out here, it's it's more of the people and the infected we do see. We'll see in this convenience store as Ellie goes poking around, finds some feminine products down in a secret hatch, and infected under some rubble, and she seems to kind of look at it. Almost examine it, cut it, see that it does somewhat bleed, and also has cordyceps that come out of it, and then she finishes it off. So definitely some morbid curiosity going on for her. Yeah, I guess understandably, having grown up in this type of a uh, stuff, and I know, imagine knowing that there's cordyceps, like just that fun guy that grows in you if it gets ill. <laughs> Man, that'd be so gross. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Joel starts to worry, but she does get out in time, and he does find a stash, so he leaves his big rifle behind, not even going to look. Ellie tried to use it, because she can't have a gun, according to him. Uh, we'll keep seeing that over and over again. Chekhov's gun, literally. Yeah. <laughs> not no yet, Chekhov, but yeah. <laughs> but it's finally a gun. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, yeah, we keep doing Chek- <laughs> Chekhov's. Well, I'm not even going to say it, but... <laughs> we've had Chekhov's everything else in every yeah. other series we've covered. We've never had Chekhov's gun. Yeah, so here it is. Look at Chekhov's guns. That's exciting. They continue walking to Bills and Franks. They they you know pass a crashed plane. How cool that Joe has flown in a plane. And I, I mean, I don't know if at this point you were thinking about it, but you, I, I'm sure you're noticing the the tendency of the woods, this plane. We'll see some more stuff like the car when Ellie gets in it. But Ellie has barely experienced stuff as what we would consider oh, yeah. like a childhood. Yeah, I mean, society. She, I mean, she, she's born after the infection. So, so yeah, not not even really experiencing. So she's going to be in awe of a lot of things that Joel would take for granted. Yeah, twenty years ago, and that we kind of take for granted, like mm-hmm. stuffing ourselves in middle tubes into the sky. <laughs> so we and we kind of learned a bit of an origin story as to how the infection may have spread it. Um, that no, this is cool. Knows. I like this. Yeah, no one quite knows for sure, but cordyceps mutated, and then it got into the food supply. Maybe something like flour or sugar, and it got eaten by people and. There and by spread it. So, uh, I don't really think in the games they ever like, explained how it spread it. It might be in some like side material somewhere, but they never say it outright like this. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great question. How does it happen that fast? Because I mean, he says Friday it started and Monday everything was gone. Yeah, yeah. And Which I, actually, I have a question about that. Well, because did Fedra exist before? I think so. Okay. I think that's what they, they go along the lines of. Or is very quickly afterward it was formed by the military. Like almost very quickly mm-hmm. in response to it. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, did maybe you, did, before. Did they already tell us what Fedra stands for? I don't know if they did. I don't know. I don't actually okay. know what Fedra stands for. I don't know if they call him Fedra in the game. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, uh, Federal Disaster Response Agency. Okay. So there you go. That's what it stands for. Let me make sure if that is indeed in the game. Is that a real thing? It is. Fedra is in the games. Uh, no. I don't think okay. so. No. It's FEMA. It, it, it's it, Fedra. It's supposed to be kind of like FEMA. Gotcha. <laughs> I guess is, is there a is there a take on it? But Fedra, Fedra itself is not real. So there you go. And it, it is in the games. I just forgot that it's called Fedra. So there you go. Um, okay. So they they walk along. Uh, we learn kind of uh, the potential past and. Joel tries to get Ellie to cut across the woods to avoid seeing a pit of bones, but now she really wants to see it. <laughs> so is that a printing mistake there, Mr. Sal? If you try to make your kids avoid avoid them doing something, and then by, by trying to get them to avoid it, they now want to do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are ways to There's do it more effectively it than this. Yeah. Going, well, is it safe over there? Well, yeah, it's safe. I just don't want you to see what's over there. I don't want to hurt you, but... <laughs> so once you've seen it, well, now I really want to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, and sees it, she does. And we learned that Fedra shot down loads of innocent people when they were trying to when the quarantine zones were filled up to prevent more infected from incurring because dead people can't be infected, Mr. Sal. Makes sense, sensible. So, not like the zombie apocalypse. No, it is, it's not though. They're not the, the undead, right? So, zombie. I didn't think a zombie could make a new zombie out of a corpse. I think it depends. It depends on the depiction of zombies. So okay. Some versions of zombies they can, some they can't. Some it's like if the head's been damaged, you can't. It depends on the depiction. It's yeah. basically zombies. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, arguably. A cool, fun guy. Yeah. But we get to 2003. We're, we're now, we're we're done with Joel and Ellie. Cool transition, by the way. I love this it transition. Is. Oh, yeah, with the mom and the baby. Yeah. Uh, from, from being in the bone pit to being evacuated from Lincoln. Okay? People are being evacuated. Bill is inside his home compound, looking at his cameras, hiding from Fedra with a gun in hand. They leave him alone, and he's got Lincoln all to himself. Commence him gathering supplies in a timeline. So he gets gas, Home Depot, goes to the power station, generator, wine, trap, plants, has a fine dinner. He's he's loving it, right? He's loving life on his own, own in Lincoln, and he seems to be living great. So he even watches an, an infected fall for his trap and loves it. So life's you know, good. It's, life's good. It's, it's funny because, I mean, preppers, survivalists, conspiracy theorists, whatever you want to call them, like they live for this. Like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, there, there is an element of. Do you want the world to end? Like, is that is absolutely that what you're looking for? Are absolutely you looking for the world to end. And well, here's what I'd say: some of them are, but I say others of them are just thinking it's going to end. They're not looking for it to end. But I would agree that some of them are. I, like, when you go know. this all in on it, like you need it to happen. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think some people are like that. Certainly. Well, I think Bill definitely is, and, and I think is, yeah. I, I think I would go so far as to say that anyone who does this, who has a, a hidden sub basement full of guns and sulfuric acid, like, and the means, and uh, to immediately set up a, a, a perimeter fence like this, 
around the their town. life. They will consider their life incomplete if it doesn't happen. Imagine if Bill died like before us, any sort of world-ending apocalypse occurred. Do you think he would tell his his heirs? Like, listen, I don't think he's got any heirs, but I don't know who whoever's at his deathbed. I guess probably not anyone at the time because he said he didn't like people. Right. Hypothetically, if they're worried, like, listen, under the where, where was his bunker hidden under? I forgot what it was under a couch, wasn't it? Or I forgot what it was hidden under. But wherever it's hidden under there is my bunker. This is my code. <laughs> Be prepared. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. But, I mean, I, I don't think most of these... I don't think someone like Bill or most preppers... Uh, I, I, I was about to say, I don't think they think much about the legacy they're leaving. I, but I, I take that back. I think a lot of them do. But, no, uh, I, I, I think Bill needed this to happen. This is, the, this is what he's been living for. He's been waiting for this moment. It's why he's done all he's done oh, yeah. to prepare seems, for this. He does seem very excited for when it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's a little, look, when, once he clicks that, it's go time. Yeah. He starts going, because to me, this, this, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a time lapse over time, but I thought of this as just all on day one. He was trying no, to, I think mostly. This. He was doing all this, of all this stuff, getting ready. He's, he's, he's got the protocols ready in his head for what he's doing. So good for him. Maybe right. I think I think I'd, I'd be the I'd be in agreement with that. Um, it could also just be a time lapse over a bit of time, whatever. In either case, though, he does lock down Lincoln. That happens. Oh yeah. So we we cut. We go to the forward four years from now. Uh, he's re- he's built a gate now. He's trucking in supplies from the outside, so he's kind of adding to his stockpile, seemingly, and he's been notified that someone's fallen into one of his pit traps and it's not an infected darn that's worrisome it's frank he's on his way from the baltimore quarantine zone which has fallen to the boston one um builds on a ladder tests frank and he wants him gone this ain't no arby's and if he feeds him <laughs> other people are going to come looking for a free meal too but frank pleads for just one night and then he'll be gone he has eaten in two days so bill caves Right, which this is already a kind of a side of Bill's loneliness. Oh, yeah. The fact that he's willing to keep it. Because this is, this is dangerous. Also, Arby's was a restaurant. They didn't have free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Arby's works. <laughs> I love so, that. So, <laughs> it's just the confusion. So, but, uh, yeah, it's, this is step one of, of Bill's transformation. Like he, he would not have done this three years ago. Oh, when certainly. he was or oh, four yeah. year four years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, when he was rev- four years, yeah. yeah, when he was reveling in being alone, he wouldn't let this guy in. But now he's been alone for four years and it, it seems to me like he wants the company. You can have a dinner, yeah. So inside Bill's home, Frank's enjoying a nice hot shower, some nice clean clothes, five more minutes in the hot shower. Uh he has an <laughs> immaculate dinner, rabbit with the proper rot wine, which is what was it, Mr. Sal? Beaujolais. Beaujolais. Uh, Frank stuffs himself full, and before he goes, he's gonna play a little piano, okay? Because this thing's worth a lot of money, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays the title of the episode, "Long, Long Time." Um, now, very relatable for the situation. Bill kind of stops him, almost uncomfortable hearing the song. Yep. Right? Please, not this one, not this one. And Frank then kind of requests Bill play it, and then he'll leave. Um. And Frank, Frank is aware of the situation, right? I, I I do want that to be noted because from when Bill poured the wine to like 
Frank seems to be always trying to like I have to stay around a little longer or yeah you know maybe trying to swoon over Bill I'm not quite sure but I I definitely got the vibe in the scene and I think yep. it's purposeful maybe whether it is you know Frank trying to use Bill or Frank actually you know being smitten by Bill at the termination but Bill plays and it would be a great time to strangle Bill, but he doesn't. And Bill plays the song too, and he's clearly been practicing. He's clearly been doing it. Yep. I, they show his eyes align. His eyes seem to be closed for a lot of it. <laughs> so he's, oh yeah. He seems to know the song very intimately, and uh, you know they tear up a bit. And this song's about no girl. It, it's about really no one in particular. And they share a kiss, and they're gonna head to bed. And it is. So when when it comes to bedtime, it's Bill's first time being with the man, and Frank will show him the ropes, but he's going to have to spend the next few days here. That's right. He's going to have to spend the next few days here. Fast forward three more years. (laughs) (laughs) Two more days. Yeah. (laughs) You can almost see it coming, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just just a just a quick jump there. So, and anything else you want to say on that with the the meeting of Bill and Frank in two thousand seven? I'm, I you know it's it's. It's. I didn't exactly get the song being about no one in particular, like you said. I feel like Bill is always thinking of a man when he sings that song. That's why he says no girl. Yeah, no, I get that, but I don't think there's anyone in particular he was thinking about. Probably not. You're probably right. That being said, we get to 2010, and they're having a big argument, uh, Bill and Frank. Frank is bothered by just how everything looks. The grass isn't mowed. The buildings are in shambles. Um, so you like to spruce everything up. But Bill feels that's an inefficient use of resources. Um, there's a way to make the, the government Nazi joke. And Bill kind of caves. Fine, Frank. You can love the street you want to. Fine, fix up the stores, the boutique, whatever you want. Fine. And <laughs> Frank's pushing the envelope a bit more. They're going to have friends. And they're going to invite them over to visit. <laughs> In fact, he's met some of these. He's met a nice person on the radio. So <laughs> we're going to have some nice visitors. And Bill seems PO'd by this. <laughs> what? He's, yeah, he's not at all excited about this. And then we cut to same time. Still in 2010. Lunch. With, with now the whole the whole gang's here. We got Tess, Joel, Bill, Frank. So, good to see Tess again. Glad good to see Tess it. again. Uh Bill's on the edge with his gun, but Frank's certainly a lot more diplomatic, friendly. Uh, Tess enjoys the place, too. So Tess and Frank seem to be similar, and Joel and Bill, similar. Uh, not the same, <laughs> but, you know, in, in kind of the same wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, and she's excited to work together with Frank and Bill, despite <laughs> Bill's wishes. <laughs> so Frank takes Tess inside, despite <laughs> Bill's wishes, yet again, leaving yeah. Joel Bill outside, Joel tries to relate with Bill. You know, I, I get your resentment. If I were you, I'd feel the same way, but I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. As they all say. Yeah, as they all say, according to Bill. And Joel kind of points out how there's stuff in the quarantine zone Bill doesn't have access to, like medicine, books, machine parts, etc. That could be mutually beneficial. Bill tries to point out the fact he's self-sufficient, doesn't want to complicate his lives, his life with, you know, this quarantine zone and other people. But Joel points out this fence has maybe got a year left in it, but he can get enough material to make sure it can last the rest of his lifetime. So, pretty good. Maybe he's pretty useful. Um, as you know, their kind of lunch is coming to an end. Uh, we hear Frank telling us about the music codes, and Joel warns <laughs> Ben 
that he's safe from the infected here, but one day Raiders will come for him. But Bill thinks he'll be fine. So, <laughs> bit of fore- forewarning. Oh, yeah. Very prescient. <laughs> yeah. That Joel's like, I'll be coming back here with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can do this. <laughs> we get to three years later in the future. They've kind of taken some old cars to stack them into a wall as well. Yeah, how does this happen? Who knows how they did it, but they did it. <laughs> Sorry, who knows? Maybe Home Depot had some supplies. Who knows? But the guy. <laughs> It'll be like, you know, enough time. We just push the car an inch every day. What's it, three years? That's like 700 inches. I have two years. Sorry, that's a oh, thousand inches. Yeah, that, that, that's going somewhere. Okay, that's one car. <laughs> anyway, they're going for a jog. Um, Frank traded a small gun for some strawberries uh, from Tess and Joel. So look, look, look how nice these strawberries are. And Bill seems a little upset by the fact they traded this gun at first, but he apologizes for the way he's behaved. And yeah. you're really seeing Bill turn a whole new leaf. And he even says the fact that he's never been afraid before Frank showed up. Oh, what a, what a great line. This this might be the line of the episode, actually. It might be, yeah. So. This, this is really where you see Bill kind of fully change his tune, right? Mm-hmm. From not trusting people here, he shows weakness to Frank. And we're going to see in the next scene that, you know what? Call Joe. Now he's willing for other people to come into the compound. So anyway, mm-hmm. 2013, a stormy night. Lincoln is under siege. Uh, Bill's traps wake up Frank. Uh, he's outside shooting some of the marauders. Bill himself gets shot, so Frank helps him inside. And Bill thinks he's going to die. Um, you know, tries to tell Frank things to help him out. Like, you know, I, I made a list. Let's copy the keys. Call Joel. Don't stay here alone. But meanwhile, Frank's hard at work trying to save Bill, and Bill passes out. So it's kind of up to question as to what happens to Bill. Very quickly, we see in uh, one decade later. So we yeah. skipped the rest of their lives, I guess, to 2023, that Bill did make it. Uh, he has a leg brace now, but Frank is now in a wheelchair. He seems to have some sort of degenerative disease, maybe ALS or something to that degree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he needs help now. He can't really manage on his own anymore. So, and they, they've definitely aged quite a bit in the decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. I love the way they've aged. So, uh, we we see this day of their lives go through. It, it mostly highlights the struggle in Frank's day to day life and how it bothers him. Yep. You know, he's standing by a painting. He can't paint like he used to. Uh, Which, by the, by the way, this was pretty cool because you can see his paintings hanging on the wall. There's previous paintings. Yeah, and you can see how different they are from what he's making here. It's, it's really heartbreaking. Yeah, he can't he can't do it like he used to be able to do it. Um. Dinner, Bill has to cut his food for him and get the pill, pills out for him, and then he needs to be put into bed. So, yeah, Frank does not seem happy whatsoever throughout the day. I mean, he smiles at Bill, but he seems upset. And we see, for as we'll call it, Frank's last day, he's gotten himself out of bed and he's ready because you know what? He breaks the news to Bill, it's his last day. That's um, Devastating. Bill takes it very hard. Wonder, you know, maybe we'll find someone who can help us. But Frank is kind of right on this point that listen, there's no cure prior to this. No one's yeah. gonna really help with the after the fact. So his mind's made up. 
And Bill is very much so struggling with this, but Frank wants to have one more good day, right? Toast of the morning, go to the boutique, get outfits, get married. Bit late, but there's, I guess, might as well do it though. Have a nice, delicious dinner, drug his wine, then take him to bed and let him fall asleep in your arms. That's Frank's last good day. I mean, geez. Perfect. Perfect. It's a rough one though for Bill. He can't, he can't do it. But Frank says that he wants him to love him the way he wants him to. Yeah. And that's a callback to the the taking care of the street. That's how we show love. I want you to love me the way that I want you to. So Bill concedes to that point and they, he begins his last day. They go to the boutique. And I love how they go, like, they go to the boutique. We don't really drag them getting married. They show it in man with the the feelers. Oh, well, where, where did they get married? At the dining table. No, at the piano. Oh, the piano. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm already sobbing even before the rabbit comes out. No, I take that back. I'm like weeping before the rabbit comes out. <laughs> then the yeah. rabbit comes out. They oh. start, yeah, they start eating dinner. It's the last step. But we already talked about the scene. It's a very good scene. <sighs> but, oh, what, what, you know, it ends with them both drinking the poisoned wine. They go to bed. And when they're going to bed, too, they, you know, they look. I don't know if it's because they're both satisfied or they're both just tired or, you know, the poison kicking in, but they both get to bed. We see the room they enter in, too, by the way, which, you know, adds to it. Yep. You do kind of wonder, are we going to see it? And they never show it to us, the inside nope. of it, but almost, but not quite. And there you go. That's Bill and Frank. Finite. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Bill and Frank. Thank you, Craig and Neil. This was Amazing. great. It was nice. It was very good. So we 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 see Joel and Ellie entering Lincoln. Joel knows the code. Uh, he notices the dead plants, so he kind of keys into that. He goes searching around the house for them, but Ellie finds Bill's note, calls down Joel, and kind of tells it to him. Mm, we've kind of, I mean, I'll, I'll go over it very, we already kind of went over it, but it was basically, don't go in the bedroom. Here's all my stuff. Feel free to use it. Uh, he talks about the similarities between him and Joel and kind of what he found in this world of he hated it, but he found someone worth living for and protecting. And that's why people like them are here, him and um, Bill and Joel are. So yeah. use this Specific- specifically, he says, I found someone worth saving. Yeah. So I saved him and then I protected him. And that's what Joel presumably is doing for Ellie. He's found someone worth saving. So he's saving her and now he's protecting her. So once once he reads that, uh, he goes to the garage, gets prepping for their new battery. They um, he'll take Ellie with him on his way to Tommy, uh, who's a former Firefly. No, that's close. Close enough. <laughs> no, 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 used to be a Firefly. It could have been that yesterday. Wait, when I made that prediction, he might have been a Firefly still. Mm, no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even talk to him since then. I was close enough. But you know, if he became a Firefly again, he could be right. So we'll have to see him. But so far, it's not looking good for you. But he's a former Firefly. <laughs> no, it's looking himself. great for me. <laughs> uh, so perhaps, you know, he can aid Ellie into getting to where she needs to go. But some ground rules. If Joel's taking Ellie along. Number one, do not ever bring up tests ever. In fact, keep your history to yourself. Number two. Tell no one of your condition, your immunity. Number three, do as Joel says when he says it. Those are the rules as they're laid out. 
They stock up on supplies, shower, Ellie sneaks a gun, Chekhov's gun, Ellie's gun, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure you have things about that. <laughs> they get into the car, Ellie's first time, he even gets to put on a seatbelt, and they play cassette, despite Joel's initial wishes, but thankfully it was a good one. Linda, Ron says, long, long time, and they head out. So mm. There you go. And that's the episode. That's mm. a wrap for it. So good. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I think I like how they play the song at the end. Like to them, they're like, ah, whatever, it's an all right song. <laughs> but it's like yeah. <laughs> the meaning for uh Yeah, absolutely. For the two. So definitely definitely was a good one. I mean, we we've already praised this episode a ton. Like this might be the best episode in the season, I wonder. I mean, it's just a very good episode. I mean, I <laughs> I have a hard time believing anything's gonna be better than this, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they, yeah, they did an excellent job. I'm heavily pleased with it. So we'll, we'll we'll certainly have to see. But before we start talking about the next episode, Mr. Sal, let's uh, let's check the time and what time might it be? Well, according to my calculations, it appears to be TV time. Whoa, it's TV time. Ain't no time like a TV time. Yes, that's right, folks. I do calculations to check the time. <laughs> you do mathematical equations. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the question is, what did the people write the episode on TV time? I think, Mr. Sal, that they still gave it a five out of five for the most part on TV time. Well, 79% of the people did. Okay. That's good for now, them. that is lower than the 89 and 86% from the previous two episodes. I'm curious what the, um like, is the one higher than it normally is? Well, episode one, 0% one star. Episode two, 0% one star. Episode three, 9% one oh, star. Oh, wow. Yeah. The hatred for the episode. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, it's certainly a minority of people, but Definitely, definitely swaying the uh, scores. So it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> I have some very bad news for the characters, though. Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah, another dead, <laughs> dead people. There are only, <laughs> and uh, you can go back to all of these episodes, all three episodes, <laughs> that now only have two votable characters Joel and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Dead people tell no tales, Mr. Sal. Oh, let's God. Okay, 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 well, okay. So let's, okay. But forget, let's, that's not, yeah. but they were all there last night. Or not last night. When I watched the episode, they were all there. So I Bill, think that, Bill and Frank were both votable characters when I watched the episode. Okay. So I did, well, I did not, that. I did not vote for Joel or Ellie. Yeah. When let's, I first go watched the episode. <laughs> let's go for what we probably would do. Um, I think you said Bill. Okay, and I think you. What did I write for you? I, th I think I remember, but I want to double check to make sure. Yeah, I think you also said Bill. All right. I, I mean, think, I, I also think I, you said Bill. And I think the people said Bill. That's my guess for the people. I actually, I, 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 I think they said Frank, but probably. But I, but I'm not sure. I mean, now it's Joel, eighty six percent. But well, I, I said Bill. You're right. Yeah, I said Bill as well. Yeah, I okay, confirm. I mean, I love Frank. Frank is Frank so is also good. great. Yeah, Frank is. The thing about Bill is, it's just I feel a little bit closer to Bill, just because it I mean, seems it seems like it's more of Bill's story, and Frank comes along, mm -hmm. right? But their their relationship is still great. But I just feel closer with Bill. I think because we started off with Bill. That being said, though, I think Frank's dynamic is still interesting. 
Absolutely. I think, I think the reason I went with Bill is because he has, it's just such a great arc for him. I think it's so complete, such a complete arc. Uh, it started, it starts as this loner who revels in being alone and then gets lonely and, and lets somebody in and, and that other person very ironically becomes his purpose. And uh, anyway, it, it, Bill is, Bill's story was just a little more complete and, and the, the growth was, was phenomenal. I was like the parallels between Bill and Joel. Mm-hmm. So. Also, Bill's pretty funny. Bill's good, yeah. <laughs> Government's Nazis. The government they is are. all Nazis. <laughs> yeah, they are now. <laughs> Not back then. That's actually really funny. Mm-hmm. But, um, all right, well, oh, man, TV time. You're letting me down. Let me down, TV time. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure they'll be back eventually. Well, Mr. Sell. What, what do you want to say for the predictions here then? So Tommy's a firefly. He was a firefly. It's your scene in the past. Up to you if you want to do that one. Yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm sticking with that. We're gonna get, yeah. start in the past. Okay, so intro in the past. We got lab is near Tommy in Wyoming. I'm gonna copy that one over. Yep. I don't know that yet. We got very soon in the next two episodes, Jill Joel and Ellie will be separated. So it didn't happen this last episode, so you got one more chance for him if you want to bed at all. Yeah, the next two episodes. Well, you're saying next two again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't say next two again. No, I'll leave it alone. They'll okay. get separated in the next, next episode. Next episode, okay. Uh, bigger Threat, episode three, will be People Not Infected. I kind of said Same kinda for that one. Oh, yeah, I think that's. I think I was on the money for that. I mean, there I was, was no I threat. Mean, there, no threat there was of infection. Marauder, yeah. I mean, th- there were a threat of people in that, but it was very brief and kind of. Well, also, all the the pit was all dead people who Fedra killed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, oh no, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm taking credit for that one. Oh, fair, fair, fair. But so I'm also going to parlay that over to the next episode as well. <laughs> You're taking that one over, all right? <laughs> uh, single digit infected. That was correct. Do you want to yes. take that over or no? Uh, no, I'm not taking that one over. Okay. It's been too long. And then Joel will get Ellie to the lab. She will be a step on the way to a cure. Joel will die right at the end. A sacrifice yeah. to get Ellie to the lab. These are the yeah. two things so, that we will, I guess, continue on. Also, when I didn't do them at all. No, well, hmm. I don't know if it'll be a sacrifice to get her to the lab, but he'll have to sacrifice himself in order to... A sacrifice of some sort. Yeah, there's going to be a Joel sacrifice. Okay, so you want to say a Joel die at the end, a sacrifice of some sort for Ellie? For the sake of Ellie, yes. Okay. All right. Oh, here's another one I'll give you. Okay, go. Um, They are going to lose the truck. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say... Why do you say they're losing the truck? Next episode. They will not have the truck at the end of the episode. Okay. And why you say that? Because in the next on it runs over a <laughs> nail bed or whatever it is. <laughs> um, also, Chekhov's Ellie's gun will, uh, she's going to use it to save Joel's life. Save Joel's life. All right. Well, we'll see your predictions come to life, Mr. Sal, over time. Now, now, that one, I'm not. I'm not putting a timeline on that yeah, one. Yeah, it's not timeline. Eventually, on she's going to use that <laughs> that gun to save Joel's life. 
All right, we'll see. Well, listen, we're we're a third of the way through the season. True. Oh, man. These things go fast. They do go fast. Wait till we do Mrs. Davis. (laughs) After the first day, we'll be halfway through the season. (laughs) Yeah, first week we will have covered four of the eight episodes. Yeah, well, I I hope that um, I hope that this is. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm also excited to know now that there's a season two. I'm, I'm curious to how they're going to go along with that. I'm sure more information will be released. But for now, for now, I'm I'm fo- I'm, I'm keened in on season one. I'll you know what? Keep my focus. You know what's so awesome about this episode too? What? Like the rest of the season could completely suck, and I would still love this episode, and I might even go back and watch this episode again. Do you go show it to other people? I might. I'm. I'm like. I, I feel like I could. Right. You, you, a... you could just say you could just say zombie apocalypse happen. Yeah, you say that right? Correct. There, technically, it was cordyceps, but you know, fungal <laughs> infection apocalypse happened. <laughs> but if you wanna, if you wanna be a little incorrect about it, I'll, I'll allow it and for the sake of brevity's sake. I, I mean, honestly, you could show them a show somebody a trailer, and then this episode. <laughs> so if the whole if the rest of the season sucks, you can always do that. That's the amazing thing about this episode. Yeah, no, certainly. It's very good. So, by the way, then, Michelle, anything else you want to say before we wrap up the episode? Is there anything else I want to say? I mean, not today. Not today, New World Order Jackboot podcaster. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. Doomsday prepper, Mr. Sal. But listener. Survivalist. <laughs> my apologies. My bad. But listener, thank you for listening uh, to this week, uh, Last of Us. Please check out our back catalog. We've got other series. If you like this, you probably would like Better Call Saul, Ozark, uh, maybe Dexter New Blood. So check those out. Uh, Five star ratings. They're appreciated. Look at Mr. Sal, what he's gone through for you guys today. Uh, You're welcome. Subscriptions. (laughs) Much appreciated sharing the podcast. It's how we grow, it's how we prosper. Uh, Next week. And paying attention is how we show love. (laughs) It is how we show love. What is. Next week's episode, I just saw the title of it. Next week's episode, episode four. Please hold on to my hand. So come on, listeners. <laughs> come on for the ride. And thank you for listening. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.